You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from West Loop in downtown Chicago and Brooklyn in New York City. Uh, Beatrice Thomas and Madeline Thomas, for the first time, are my guest hosts today. Uh, welcome, ladies. It's been a while for B and never for Madeline. So we feeling good? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Hello. excited to be back podcast listeners madeline's got some ice in her teeth uh so that's you know you look kind of tan on that monitor madeline you go tanning i'm not tan but Mm. okay before we get into lebanon uh or get into our actual time there i want to play some audio from our trip that you don't know that i recorded uh so kevin if you'd be so kind (laughs) and play that uh for me And uh, thank you, Kevin. Um, So I want to start with the flights. Yes, we were in Lebanon, uh, which is a country in the Middle East on the Mediterranean. The three of us went along with uh, George Sr. Our outbound flights left from Chicago and flew through Frankfurt, Germany. We flew Lufthansa first. uh, And if had we bought all eight seats, which were all the seats in first, uh, we would have had our own apartment up there. We sadly did not because there are only four of us. Um, double-decker plane. I felt a little bad because first was four times the cost of business, but c'est la vie. <laughs> um, and I know everyone really enjoyed it, and it was a far cry from the plane we almost chartered. Very good service. They're a little stern on Lufthansa, but I have no real service complaints. Uh, each seat had a fresh rose uh, in it. Uh, we also had kind of like a champagne bar in the in the center you you couldn't like go to the bar or anything or, or sit at the bar like like at emirates uh in dubai but um but very nice our meal started with caviar service uh, which i thought was just as good at being in a nice restaurant uh you two had white wine i think i had diet coke i don't really drink on planes i didn't take a pick of the second corpse fast enough but it was like a shrimp and salad thing, green the avocado, like oh avocado. avocado, and then <clears throat> on top. It was fine. Yeah, I don't really like avocado. Um, so then we had like grain, I think, with beets, which is common on flights, like bread and oil. In the third course, I had two pieces of duck that I thought was our main dish. Um, I thought it was beef, uh, but I ate all of it, and I don't eat duck, so I don't know what was going on there. I liked it. Um, it was good duck. Did you eat the duck? I ate the duck. You had the duck? Good. Very good. A little ducky. Okay. Yeah, it was outstanding. Actual entree dinner with the beef was not good. I didn't, or not very good. I didn't really eat it. Uh, I watched the movie Passengers on the plane. 
Other than that, I slept, got to Frankfurt. We all went to the business lounge where we all took a shower, right? You guys took showers? Yeah. Took a yeah. shower. Very nice. Actually life-changing. I've never taken a shower in the middle of a... Airport. In the airport or just in between flights, and it really makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never have either. And I was like, ew, it's going to be gross, but it wasn't. No, and there was, that was nice. cleaning lady there nice. the whole time. So every time like someone left a shower, she went in to clean. Did yeah. you tip her? Yes. How much? I can't remember. I did. I also tipped. No I tipped. You no. should tell the people I what you I did in the shower. Time. Oh my god. Oh, I put a I put a ta- you mean I put a towel down on the shower floor so I wouldn't have my bare feet in the shower. Yes. Which is pretty funny, but also kind of smart. Such as they should have given us sm- shower shoes. I feel like. Yeah, I didn't have shower shoes. Yeah. I mean but I my feet are kind of peeling. Does that mean I have athlete's foot? Potentially. Let me see. Yeah. Do you pee in the shower? That means you pee yeah, in the shower. No, I don't. <laughs> I've never peed in the shower. Um, that's gross. Yuck. Uh, do you pee in the shower, Madeline? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. You never do? Yeah. I have before, like when I was younger, but God no, knows I this, shower now. This person next to me is. Um, oh, and yeah, Madeline lives in Brooklyn. That's why she's calling in from Brooklyn. So she's... Uh, Always reminding us how much better New York is than Chicago. Then we flew to Beirut. Um, the plane uh, clapped when we landed, which I really didn't like. Um, I don't understand why people do that. And I haven't heard. I've been on a lot of flights, like generally in the last year. And I never, people don't clap. It's kind of like cringy. Like, why are you clapping? It's their job to get us to this place safely. Like, true. You know? But that, Very true. that flight was one of the smoothest flights I've been on in a long time. Do you remember the landing? The landing was ridiculously smooth. Yeah. she was, It was a woman, too. And when we yeah. got on, Dad was like, oh, God, it's a woman. I was like... No, that was the other George who said that. Oh, yeah. But Dad was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking or something. Yeah. Yeah, we but, flew... Just turn the microphone off, B. I swear, B just did I? No, no. you didn't. I thought you did. Your nail made a sound. Fucker. Um, well, the thing is, Madeline... It was so smooth. That's especially a reason not to clap. Only in the U.S., we clap when it's really, really turbulent. We get down yeah. safely, and I've seen that. I so that. it made me feel weird because it made me feel like people think planes crash in the Middle East, and it turned me off. I don't think that's the reason. I think maybe no. German people are nice like that. And no, just, not. I don't. My attendants on that flight were exceptionally nice. They were nice. Remember? They were really attentive. Yeah. They were they were extremely attentive. They're a little pushy. No, 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 not on the first flight. On the second flight. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember the second flight? They were yes. Really nice to you and Madeline. They were. And they were like, "Oh, you yeah. should try this drink." What I had my whole row. I had my I had a whole row to myself. No, we were sitting next to each other. Oh no, you went the other row. I went to the other row. Um, okay, the Beirut airport in Lebanon is the lowest secure airport security I've ever seen in my life. And then we had some guy. Uh, lead us into the diplomats line and we expedited the process even more. And then the guy who was supposed to scan your luggage to make sure you're not bringing anything organic into the country was basically asleep and didn't scan any of our luggage. Are we going to get in? Why does it matter if we say this? Please stop talking on my podcast. Okay. Okay. Why would be, why would it matter? Yeah. Cause bonehead bird brain next to me has no idea what she's talking about. People are going to get mad at me again for being mean to you. 
um, let's see. Uh, the airport is uh, so not advanced. Uh, every time they do an announcement, the lady on the that's doing the announcement does like this. Like I'm tapping my microphone to see if it's on, and then she begins. So they don't have automated announcements like we have here. It makes sense. They don't have a government they don't have flights there, and they don't have a government, right? Um, on our return flight uh, from Lebanon, Lebanon, we flew Turkish Airlines and went from uh, Beirut to Istanbul, Turkey, and then Turkey to Chicago. But not all of us. Uh, the Istanbul, Air- Istanbul Airport was really impressive. I thought enormous, nicer than O'Hare, of course, nicer than Frankfurt. Um, it only it's only five years old, and you can tell they just poured money into it. Uh, the scale of it alone w- w- was incredible. The only negative about it uh, was that there are a lot of people in there that had BO, I thought, um, yeah. especially in the line waiting at our gate. Uh, and then we also had our own dedicated golf cart just for us to take it to the business lounge and to Prada, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Right. That That, that is the, by far the nicest airport I've ever... I've been in a lot of airports. That's the nicest. Yeah. What about what, Madeline? I agree. That was the nice one of the nicest airports I've been in. But yeah. the golf cart thing was kind okay. of excessive. To I'm pretty me. sure I paid twice on you accident. Go from sitting on a plane for hours, it's like you might, and then go and then go sit again to. Get I didn't know car. it was going to have a golf cart. I thought it was just going to be a guy there, and we walk with him. Yeah, which I mean, whatever. The guide in Frankfurt was totally unnecessary. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh. The guides, I mean, I think the guides in general are kind of maybe not the one who got us through the Lebanon airport, but the guide also in Istanbul was kind of unnecessary, but yeah, nice little perk or something. You two both got, you two both got some nice little things at Prada. I got a little wallet because my wallet was falling apart. Do you remember Madeline's wallet? Barely. Don't swing the mic. Don't Come swing on, the mic. You're, you're, this is not, we're not on Jeopardy. Dude, you have one mic. I know, I'm sorry. I'm antsy. That's how I am. That's me. Oh my God. There's a video of you from this weekend, and I was playing it, and it's you, mom, and then Sam and Peter, and you're shaking your legs back. <laughs> what, Matt? I'm sorry. You remember Madeline again. What, Madeline? Oh, I. it's not Beatrice's fault that you don't have two mics. Yeah, yeah but she's doing like cartwheels with the mic. You can't do that. Okay. Um, let's podcast. We yeah. both got. Didn't you get? I got Prada shoes that I. You didn't get anything from Prada. Whoa, boy, you're you're such a. I wasn't going yeah. to either, and then Beatrice was like, "No, your wallet looks like shit. You have to get a wallet." Had to. Her wallet was so nasty. I hope you had to have a. Mine was, was the cheapest <laughs> item. To be fair, I got the cheapest item by far. My shoes. How much were they? Like six hundred bucks. Oh. My wallet was five hundred. Okay, well, oops, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. So I was proud of Matt. I'm not a materialistic person, but I'm really proud of Madeline's wallet. I know. I why would you, why would you get anything? I was. No, I only got. This is I don't really like. This is why I didn't get. Like get this, get the. And I'm like, no, I don't. I would have to take time to look at stuff. But B yeah, did help. I take time. I take my time. Number one. Number two. We only had about thirty minutes to pick out Teresa's gift. Dad's girlfriend's gift okay i didn't know anyways dad's girlfriend's gift madeline picked out about 50 wallets and was trying to help like i was she was like beatrice help me pick out a wallet and i was like holy shit and then dad was picking out like three other purses and saying which one was best and then i had to get a wallet to match dad's purse that he got and da, da, da. And then 
you and your shoes. And it was just, oh, I, really, I couldn't focus on myself. I usually don't though. In those situations, yeah, I was okay. Not getting anything. I felt like I had like, it, it was okay. You feel like you had what? I mean, I have a good wallet. I have, you have a Prada wallet now. Yes. You uppity bitch. That's what you didn't want to tell people. Yes. Yeah. I'm not materialistic. Canary yellow. I'm not. Canary yellow, Prada wallet. Um, and then again, because I'm the greatest nephew of all time, we found an amazing bag for Teresa. She has. Yes. Yeah. She loved pretty it. sure. No, I know she did. She well, that's that for sure. That was that's and yeah. she'll gonna use she'll use the hell out of it. Yeah, that's that's one one of the gifts that she's received that I like I know you she'll like. use a lot. Yeah. So Teresa, remember me when someday we need you to deem someone incompetent. Okay. <laughs> she thinks I'm just being nice because I like her. It's, it's, it's beyond that. No, I love you, Teresa, for real. Okay. In a shocking turn of events. Uh, Turkish Airlines, in my opinion, edged out Lufthansa, and we were only in business on Turkish. Uh, that was compared to first on Lufthansa. Loved the Turkish tea they served. I also noticed that in-flight service, uh, where they give you a hot towel at the beginning of service and at the end of service. I've never seen that. The only faux pas was when I was served my ice cream. They gave me a fork instead of a spoon. So they made that major fuck up. Um, I'll forgive them. Uh, they also have people dressed in like full chef's outfits, which where's uh, the kitchen they're going to? <laughs> I don't know. It's in a microwave, but I, I, maybe there is a kitchen. Who knows? And then they take, they kind of change their outfits to be a little dumbed down for the economy class. Yeah, they do. You're not good enough. This is a actual show they're putting on. Oh, I yeah, wish you I weren't there. there. She wasn't on our return flight, Wait, was she? I have a question for you. It was nice. I what? What? Oh, I think I have I think the business class is more it's just as nice as first class. Yeah. And I think it's obviously you're just getting you, more I, I will admit you as don't much need, as first class. You don't need first class. You don't need first. That was gonna be my question. I'm now that we've there. okay. I'm gonna keep that there and I'm gonna come to you. It was okay, okay, okay. Um, now that experience, but we don't you get as everything else in business. It wasn't you, you cut out what no, you cut out. Oh, oh, sorry. My question, (laughs) I'm sorry, Matt George. My question was now that you've experienced first class and business class on the same trip, would you ever do first again, or would you always think business is enough? We just answered that question. <laughs> I thought you said we cut out. Yeah, she cut. I was re just fuck you, George. I okay. will say you suck. I I will say that I think business is plenty nice. Yes, if, I, if first isn't much more money, um, then first is fine. But I was very very happy and just as happy in business. Yes, same. I mean, I never fly business or first anyway, but. I think it's more worth it's why spend that extra money unless you're really doing it for like a special purpose. Right. And it was a lot more money. Yeah. You said like four times four, which is not worth it. That's not, it's like, it wasn't, if it was a couple of grand, maybe, but not the, and not to say it wasn't like, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that we're, we're, um, oh, I lost my thought. Okay. (laughs) Lost your thought. Um, Oh, Oh. Okay, fine. Move on. What? No, no. You can't say. Perfect. I gotta edit it now, B. You gotta say it. You're gonna have to edit regardless, George. No, I don't. Not very much. Say it now. I can't. Remember. You're <laughs> such an idiot. Oh my god. Stay away. Okay, Madeline, you'll come back. She won't. Um, come on. I also liked you. 
you can't say we're doing a podcast. You can't say I don't know, and then I know. It's not live. You can because it's yeah, it's not live. You can edit. It doesn't matter. Most of most of the content here doesn't get edited out. You bird brains. It's all just flowed. I just do the intro and outro. Oh, we didn't know that. Okay. Um, I also like the red seatbelts in Turkish Airlines. Uh, It's just, I thought, a very friendly culture on that plane. Uh, Better bedside manner than Lufthansa. The movie selection is also better on Turkish. I watched Top Gun Maverick, Elysium uh, with Matt Damon and Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster had the worst fake French accent I've ever heard. She was awful in that. And The Island, which is an old Michael Bay flick. Uh, but a fun movie. Um, I tried to watch The Prestige, but I lost interest. Uh, yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise is the goat, and John Hamm is a stud in that movie. Um, it's just okay, it's got an amazing soundtrack. Uh, I think Tom kills it. Even though Rooster, the kid he picks to be his partner in their mission, was the wrong person to choose. We wouldn't have chosen him in the real world, uh, but it helped that... It'd be like, well, yeah, and it would just, it, it helped the emotionality in the story, of course, but uh, I, I thought it was an overly biased choice by time. I watched you that know, as well because you were like, watch that. And it's it's kind of a cheesy movie, but it was good. It ended up being good. But the lines in it, I'm like, oh, geez, like, I don't know. It was cheesy. But... Really... but I watched Jojo Rabbit, and that is an amazing movie. Movie it's everyone so... should watch. A Good Person. Oh my God. No, you should seriously watch it. It's so good. Madeline, you have to watch it. It's with Florence Pugh. Okay. Also, question. Did you downgrade the flights home from first class to business? Or was it always that way? It was always that way. There was no first on the way home. Okay, go away. Uh, oh, and we actually, we were originally, no. So we changed our flights. We were flying Lufthansa the whole time originally. And then we left two days early. And so then it was Turkish Airlines. So we saved money. Yeah, it was going to be first. But we didn't change it because of class. We changed it because Turkey was the Turkish had the flight for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we did actually save money on that. Um, so we only flew, flew first once in four flights. So it's fine. Uh, let's see. The lady next to me watched Avatar 2. And then she watched Avatar. I almost started talking to her about it, but I didn't. Um, Avatar of Two, of course, is a worthless piece of garbage and nearly a shot-for-shot remake of the first one. Also, there are no cool battle scenes, and they just reprised all the dead characters from Avatar 1, like Sigourney Weaver and that general. That movie sucks. Don't watch it. Also, if if you've got... They've got these robots in that movie where you can build like a skyscraper in six days. We can go to different planets. We can put human consciousness in other life but we can't control the indigenous people in any way. So I thought it was just really reaching. It also felt overly political given they were hunting whales. I thought we stopped hunting whales. Did we stop that? What do we care about? I think it's pretty, I think people maybe still do, but it's pretty illegal everywhere. Okay. Well, don't hunt whales, but I don't care about it in a movie. And also Edie Falco uh, was completely underutilized. Uh, Huge waste of time. I didn't even watch it that flight and I hate it that much. Um, B, what are you doing on your phone? You're parking? Do it more than 10 minutes each time, and then you won't have to do it. What? Looked it up. Yeah, it's illegal for any person residing in the United States to kill, hunt, injure, or harass all species of marine animals, regardless of their population. But not globally, is it? I don't know if that's... Yeah, I don't really know if it's, like, a global thing. Okay. Uh, Lebanon, uh, our actual trip. Again, I've got a lot here. You guys can chime in whenever. 
except UB. I'd say overall, we had a really good time. Uh, we had to adjust at the beginning of the trip, of course. And then someone had a mini meltdown the second to last day. I won't reveal who. But we, I, I loved the food. I thought you know the weather's amazing. I thought the people were friendly. The beach. Um, I never felt unsafe or saw any weapons of any kind apart from uh, the Lebanese military, uh, which are which are the good guys. Uh, we basically had a chaperone for each of us every time we left the hotel, um, which is good. Which is, I think, what you want. Beirut is, I'd say, pretty nice and feels like another big city in many ways. When we were traveling on one of the days, B almost killed us. Uh, we were in this Roman ruin area, but it was in Hezbollah territory. Um, and she decided to wear short shorts. No, he didn't. Yes, you did. Okay, number one, they were mid-thigh, and we had already been there for three days, and every day I wore pants, and I wore either a short sleeve or a long sleeve shirt. I was very covered up, and by the fourth day, I felt comfortable. Khalil didn't say anything to us, so I assumed, okay, today I can wear shorts. It was hot as hell there, and you boys could wear them, so I was like, I can wear mid-shorts to my mid-thigh. Nope, that was the one day that, that I definitely yeah. could not wear short, like shorts at all. Like not even show my leg. Like it was more I, Madeline. Wasn't it more fundamental in that area, like Islamic fundamentalist kind of stuff? I I not really the women were covered up where only most of them only their eyes. Were no, showing. they weren't. Their faces were showing, weren't they, their Madeline? Faces, I, yeah, there were some people there that had only yeah. the eyes showing. Um, besides that area, though, everywhere we went, we didn't have to cover up. It was very yeah. like you know you could kind of wear whatever like you the want. US a, a lot. Yeah, Lebanon apparently was a jewel in the Roman Empire. Gives you an idea of how big the Roman Empire was. Uh, Madeline was dressed like Samantha, I thought, from Sex and the City 2 when they go to Abu Dhabi um, every day. 30%, you should watch that movie, Madeline. 30% of the population in Lebanon is Christian. 90 years ago, it was 55%. Um, most people in Lebanon, we were told, know three languages, uh, French, English, and Arabic. There's a heavy French influence because I think that they were the colonizers. The proper greeting is three kisses on the cheeks. Is that like one, two, one? Yeah. yeah. So I kiss everyone that way now. Uh, Beirut has a lot of damaged, abandoned buildings that need to be torn down. I would guess it's like 25% of their buildings should come down, uh, given what we saw. Yeah, 25% is a huge amount. Them. But I don't think that, unfortunately, unless they get their shit together. No, that's not going to happen. No, no, no. They've got way bigger problems than that. Um Yeah. So apparently, if you see a really nice building in Lebanon, the chances are it's for another country or someone from another part of the Middle East who built it, like the Saudis or Kuwaitis. So, yeah. and there were very nice buildings. There were some very nice buildings I saw in skyscrapers. $11,000 is the average annual income. Um, the biggest problem we saw or heard about was their current banking system, which is you know horrible. You can't get your money out of the banks. $400 is the max you can take out per month. So of course that's crippling the economy. Uh, the government business center is completely shut down and destroyed in many ways. So again, they've got they've got real issues that just stuff that is going to hold the country up if they can't fix it. The most dangerous part of the country, we were told, was Baalbek, which is I guess by the U.S. embassy, um, which is on a hilltop, uh, and of course the Lebanon or Lebanese uh, Israel border. If you're in the military there, you make a hundred dollars per month. I thought that was that was just nuts. Is that even true? Like, boy, I wrote that down. I guess that's true. I'm going to, Khalil's going to come on the podcast, oh, nice. so, which is one of our guides. 
who was over there. Um, if you're making 1200 to 1500 a month in Lebanon, you're having a very comfortable living. KFC is more popular than McDonald's there, um, which I can't believe we never went to American fast food. I know. I didn't Khalil do. didn't want us to. I know. I would have gone. We didn't have time. They moved us so much every day. Oh, yeah. We didn't have time. We were tired. It was crazy. He also said Chili's is apparently one of their best restaurants, but I never saw a Chili's. I didn't see a Chili's. I don't know either. if that's really that. That might be a farce. I don't think that. Maybe, I, I never saw a Chili's. Maybe you heard that wrong. Maybe I think he was talking about eating chilies in the U.S. <laughs> okay, <laughs> stupid. Okay, you can smoke anywhere, and everyone smokes. I didn't mind that very much. Uh, can you tell the pod what you did. Your hand off there. Okay, I never saw Coke, but I I drank a ton of Pepsi and Seven Up. Remember, you can't drink the water, but I did brush my teeth with the hotel water, and I did not get sick. I did and I will say, another another positive: no one got sick. I got sick a week, uh, a couple of days after we. Not got from back. Lebanon. Yeah, no, that was from Lebanon for sure. Yeah, a Lebanese bacteria. How do you know it was Lebanese? It was well, Lebanese. unless I ate something weird in the airport. I mean, you would kind of get sick in the U.S. too. For sure, it was called Campylobacter bacteria. That's what okay. I got. Did I, didn't Dad get sick? Maybe. Yeah, he got the same thing I got. Oh, well, that's why. Who knows? Dad, if anyone gets sick, Dad ends up getting what thinking he gets whatever. Like, yeah. He's ill uh, in the head. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. The Lebanese Red Cross seems like the only emergency response that I really saw. Uh, we came a lot of, across a lot of checkpoints with soldiers. I didn't mind that. I don't know. Mm, whatever. Uh, somehow crime seems worse in the U.S. Uh, than in Lebanon, and we have police, and Lebanon has no police, so I don't understand that. No one uses their turn signals. No one stays in their lane. The highway has no shoulders. The infrastructure is a comedy there. But I will say, as you guys pointed out, because uh, you've been to more places than I have, all the roads are paved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a big, that's, that's a big huge. Yeah. Most of the stoplights are off unless the people who live in the neighborhood turn them on. I thought that was really sad. Uh, there's no crosswalks. Uh, to me, the country felt free with no free speech restrictions. The internet felt very free. I didn't notice any difference. Um, let's see what else. Madeline cried a lot and had a terrible out, uh, uh, airport outfit on. She also had a terrible wallet, which we talked about. She got a new wallet uh, from Prada. Um, yeah, you cry a lot. Uh, Dad and I were con concerned. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I was just, you know, I get tired and emotional and... Madeline I put like 87 rolls of film through this scanner and destroyed all of them or well, something. That's, some, that's a real thing to cry about. Cry about. Did you cry? Why does she cry a lot? I think, I think you cried every day. Every day in Lebanon? I think just I about. I about every day. No, I think I almost. Every day. I think maybe like, uh, how many days were there? Eight or nine? Not enough. I cried the last day. I, cried I think the you. First day, and then I, I think the airport. No, sorry. Go ahead. Just cutting out because it's computer audio. Go ahead, Madeline. I cried the first day we got there and then the last day when we left because we were saying bye to everybody and i was sad because we met the most amazing people and we really i was just sad to leave they were so nice and we yeah. had to with them. but then how many dinners did you and dad cry at hold on a second there oh. how many oh. meals was i sitting at with the three of you when dad where every crying, single oh, one of you was crying cry. and i'm like what no. the hell no i you don't get cry. into that i te a tear three tears that's called crying no yeah beatrice that you you, 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 you cry because other people cry 
That's what? crying. And it was like one dinner. I was no. sitting there. I was sitting there. I wasn't crying. Yeah, and then now I, it's like also whenever I see a dad I cry, I immediately start crying. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's how people hard. that don't cry constantly, you you just go for they have no empathy. That's not the case at all. Okay, people don't do that. I said you're crying about fucking God only knows. You're not. It's not even real topics. Don't loop me in. Madeline cries. Madeline cried this weekend watching mom and dad dance together. Madeline was sobbing. She she does cry, but there was multiple meals where the three of you started crying. It's not. I really can't be looped in. Dad and George, or dad and Madeline were crying. I I had a few tears because it just makes me like. All right, you made your. I only cry though at those moments because I see dad crying i immediately just feel what he's okay. feeling when I start crying. well that's a sweet aspect i'm not we're not gonna put you down for that i just don't like going to every meal having some cathartic emotional I, either, but dad is the one who always starts crying. I know he's yeah you're right you're right it's not my fault it's his fault you're right we probably Jeez. we're being dicks oh. about people crying i should i should be so mean about that yeah you always are mean to us about well madeline just said it too though also madeline i did cry more cut this out but madeline your menstrual cycle was coming so you might i don't want to hear that anymore i don't want you george i sent it to you but madeline why would you text me that out of the blue we weren't talking about that we talked about in the car and you were like what is that pmdd yeah no that was peter that's why i had no idea what you were sending oh i didn't crazy I'm like, what the hell is okay? Ooh. Wait, so are, we should actually talk about. I'm not done. Okay, so Let you're gonna get... finish and then we'll do it and then we'll talk. Oh, well, Lebanon, like oh. you and I. Oh. We are talking about it, but we, we, yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. A B. I want to know how it was to room with Madeline in Beirut in that suite with one bed all those nights. I'm gonna move this for you. Let me touch it. Let me touch it. Um, You know exactly how it was to room with Madeline because it's the same. It's the same. Madeline, and you you know this. I'm going to hold on to it. Madeline knows this because I say it every time because every trip, George puts Madeline and I in the same room, which I don't mind. I don't mind because Madeline, you're my sister and I love you. But damn, hard person to room with. She comes in and immediately it's like her suitcase opens up and explodes all over the room. She then takes the best side of the um, bed. She's just... Uh-uh, I, and then she wakes up. Yeah, I took advantage that time. But what, this weekend, you can't... You bomb went off in that room and you had the good side and everything. Anyways. Um, oh, yeah, you shared again. We shared again. I've shared... Yeah, I've shared a lot of rooms with Madeline. Morning person? Nope. Uh, sleeping person. Nope. You can ask Madeline's partner. I texted Madeline's partner, maybe every, probably every morning about Madeline's sleeping habits and how annoying it is. Uh, she takes all the covers. Uh, she moves around a lot. She talks a lot. Oh, I can't control my moans and groans. Yeah. I really would hate the moaning and groaning. She does. She makes these weird ass noises in the middle of the night. And then if she's up, she makes sure you're up. What if you have two beds though? (laughs) (laughs) Um, if we have two beds, no, Madeline, this weekend, Madeline freaking woke up at five in the morning, turn the lights on, showering. Oh, yeah. I did not turn all this light on. She's just a loud little girl. Who do you girl. want to share a room with, if it, if not her? Your options are her, Sam, or Peter. Sam would be very easy, but I don't think Sam wants to room with me. I think Madeline's the only one I can actually, like, room with. 
I don't know why, but I feel like it's getting harder and harder for us to room with each other. Why? Getting older do, and older. Do you, do you not hear it's what It's always said? been like that. Yeah, I feel like it used to not be as... I hate it. I hate that I love it. All right. You just kill your argument. All right. Um, I learned uh, more about George Sr. Um, the following is what I learned. He can't read a book. He can't read a newspaper article. He can't listen to a podcast. He can't watch a movie. He can't watch a TV show. He can do two things on nine-hour flights or in life. He can doom scroll, and he watch Fox News, and that's it. And it's sad. And you realize... It is. That is sad. You realize... um, Oh, no, that's not about him, but that's what I had noticed. (laughs) It is. But Madeline, am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. Unfortunately, he just can't. He can't. I don't want to shit on dad. Yeah. At all. No, I don't either. But he's sad that he can't relax. Okay, yes, I do. I'm not. I just it's a fact. So true. He can't like relax. He can't actually just sit down, get in some comfy clothes, yeah. watch a movie that he likes, watch or he kept telling movie. Madeline, I'll watch that movie with you. And then he would just watch her screen from his seat without hearing it. Which is fine with me, but I'm like I don't like I don't care. It's just it's kind of funny. It's a, it's, it's a psychological also, problem. Um whatever. <laughs> Okay, you also realize when you travel internationally like that, the U.S. is the world's only empire right now, so we're not going to have that position forever, so I guess suck it up while you can. Um, The U.S. Embassy in Lebanon is insane, and to me, it seems like a military base, and it's very subterranean. It's enormous. It's on a mountaintop. Uh, Yeah, we didn't get to go up to it, but I looked and read about it, and uh, it, it is crazy, and the guides told us it was crazy. So... After our trip, I really had a, I have a renewed appreciation for the U.S. Um, America is a place. Play the, the Star Spangled oh. Banner behind me. Is a place where you can be anything you want to be, start any company you want, and love anyone you want. And the possibilities are endless here. If you commit a heinous crime in the United States, the authorities will chase you. They'll subdue you, and then they'll call an ambulance or a helicopter to make sure you're okay, and they'll save your life. And that's not the case in most of the world. I had a lot of time to to have perspective on those flights. We all need a lot more perspective here. The U.S. can be massively dysfunctional, but unless you've been to some of these tougher parts of the world, like Lebanon, that are in constant turmoil, uh, you're in no position to insert your opinion. Um, You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Stop whining. Stop thinking you're right all the time. Stop turning everything into a political argument and stop tweeting. This feels like a speech, but I'm okay with it. Most of you haven't left the comfort of the United States since you did a jumping jack in the eighth grade. So you really don't know anything. So stop it. I'm sick of all of you. There's too many assholes in this country. Agreed, B? Okay. Say agreed. No. Okay. Um, I had to go to Miami not long after our trip. Uh, and I flying in, I, I got kind of tiny bit emotional because when I flew into Miami over the ocean, there was in the, the bay there or whatever, there was so much activity. Uh, there was so much vibrancy, so much movement. And then you compare it when you fly into Lebanon over the Mediterranean Sea, you don't see anything. You don't see any boats. There's no activity. There's no cruise ships. There's just there's like nothing going on. And it's just a stark comparison. Um, and the same goes for U.S. airports compared to what we saw in Lebanon. I'm pretty sure when we landed, we were the only flight to land. When we took off, there was a flight. There were our flight and one other flight taking off the day we left Lebanon. In the U.S., you know, I travel all the time. A dozen planes are taking off every, you know, at, at every minute. Okay, B and Madeline, I want you to describe the Hagendas 
incident that we when we were talking about Hagen Das Madeline. It was really funny. We were in like downtown Beirut. We were kind of by the banking area, which are all closed down. And essentially anything you see is any business that was once there is not there anymore, obviously. And George like looks over and he's like, oh, there's Hagen Dots. Like, let's go get a Hagen Dots. And I look and I'm like, George, that's literally like bombed out. Like it's non-existent. Like there's it's it was so funny. But also really sad. It had no like windows or doors. It's like, it and then, but it still had menus. Like they just had to flee. Yeah, yeah. It was like, glass and it was like a funny but sobering moment. Was, but also yeah. anything around us, everything around us was a once a business and now and just not, yeah. Maybe not bombed, but you that know, was funny though. Even I thought it was funny at first. I said, "Oh, <laughs> such a like." you know American sheltered say. american thing to be like let's go to hagendas <laughs> um what did you guys think of the hotel i liked the hotel go ahead madeline yeah i thought it was good i did like though that hotel we went to for drinks the boutique hotel. we almost stayed there yep hotel albergo if we ever went back i would love to stay there that boutique place hotel that was, was um, gorgeous but obviously like the food the service, like everything at our hotel was great. I mean, the electricity thing was funny, but yeah, because our at night at like 3 a.m., Beatrice and I, at almost every single night, our lights, all of our lights would just come on. And then like a few seconds later, it would go off. It was funny. Or the opposite would happen it's in the daytime. So much it's shaking my arm and shaking the mic. Yeah, I know. Go ahead, B. You're so, no, I agree with what Madeline said. Um, I, once you took us to that boutique hotel on the last night, I was like, oh, this one's really cute. But our hotel was also very nice and we played it safe for the Lebanon trip, which I thought was smart. Kudos, George. Yeah, I did walk by the hotel that um, we could have stayed. We almost stayed out before I got involved. And I, I'm happy that we I killed. I did have one goal and it was to, to shoot that hotel in the head. And I successfully did. Now, there was a hotel, another one that was newer than our hotel called the Kempinski, but it wasn't in as good an area. I think... If we ever went back, and I don't think I'll ever go back, but I would stay in that same area again, and hopefully the Four Seasons would be open. Because about to see Romy, you want to go back to see? Romy? I would see Romy in Paris, in France. We've got some nice people at a bar. Yeah, they were great. And I have their—they're all—they all follow me on Instagram. Same. So she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Too bad she's married. Um, and she lives in Paris. Whatever. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, lovely people there. I, it didn't feel like the, it doesn't feel I don't know what it doesn't feel like a third world country. It doesn't feel like the news about the Middle East. But now, of course, it, there is a lot going on. But I don't know. It's a hard, hard to put a pin on it. But or defi- it was crazy that the last day that we were leaving, all this stuff started happening with Israel and Palestine, Israel and, and Gaza and the Hamas. Gaza. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. B and yeah, I, I you know is Lebanon a, a country as a country a threat to the United States or Americans in general? No, you know it's not. But the entire region is just so unstable and unpredictable. Uh, that's what makes it unsafe. You don't know what's around you. You don't know if you could be stranded. You don't know about like that explosion, the third biggest explosion I guess that's ever happened um, in 2020. So you, you're kind of because we live in the United States, 
like we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we're around. And that's probably the some of the false sense of security we have. Um, but again, we had great guides. Uh, we had a guide go over with us. We had a guide there. We had a driver. We, we, we had another guide. Yeah, great people. They were like guides, but not, they, we didn't like hire them. They were like friends of friends of dad. Yeah, but they felt like guides to me because they were so good. Yeah, for sure. They were amazing. We just leave it. Just leave it. Wouldn't have seen or done what we did without them for sure. Because they grew up there. They, you know, obviously know the country, know where to take us. And yeah. also they're our dad's friends, which was very cool. I did not. And I, I did not find those guys and I didn't hire that driver. So I, I thought given I wasn't involved, that that, that worked really well. Well, and dad, yeah, dad is the one who set it up to where he would go with them. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have to go with somebody. You really, you have to. Yeah, I think to have the experience or have family there or something. Okay. Um, because this is related, uh, of course, and what B just said too, and even overlapped our trip, I have to talk about it. Um, and it's in regards to the horrific terrorist attack that happened in Israel. So these are the facts. And this is why I became a little sour and creeped out after we left, after we had a lovely time. Uh, in Iran's Islamic uh, Revolutionary Guard Corps met with the terror group Hamas and gave the final go-ahead for the terrorist attack on Monday, October 2nd. That occurred in Beirut, in downtown Beirut, okay? We got to Beirut on September 30th, and we were in downtown Beirut at the time of that meeting. And for all I know, they could have been meeting at our hotel. I don't know. Um, just by coincidence, we moved our trip a departure up from Monday, October 9th to Saturday, October 7th. Uh, October 7th was the day of the terrorist attack on Israel. So we left uh, the day it occurred. Before we went to Lebanon, the U.S. State Department designated Lebanon as a level three reconsidered travel. On October 17th, uh, just 10 days after we leave Lebanon, that travel advisory has been upgraded now to level four do not travel. Uh, during our tours, we probably hit at least a dozen towns and villages. Two of them that I can remember and know of were in uh, Hezbollah-controlled territory. Uh, of course, that's a designated by the United States as a terrorist organization. Um, all of this and knowing our plane was in the air on the day of the attack and given how unsecure that airport is really has given me the creeps ever since. Uh, I'm not sure any of us realize uh, the gravity situation we were in or how much danger we could have been in. Uh, for me, it, you know, it did kind of put a bad taste in my mouth about the trip. And then everyone started texting us. Uh, I will probably never return to Lebanon, um, but I had a lovely time and lovely people. It, it just was weird. How do you guys feel about all that? Although you, know, you probably didn't know all those facts. Well, in the moment, I remember when dad showed us. We didn't know it in Lebanon. We knew it in Turkey. Oh, no, we were in no, it was in Lebanon. It was in Lebanon airport Lebanon. that we knew that. Um, yeah. I don't remember that. So, well, dad told you maybe we weren't going to show you. And then dad showed you like when we were at that, when you were getting that, those shirts and you were all pumped about getting, we were. Oh, I got some Bella Brequin. Yeah, they had Bella Brequin brand, that British brand I, that my bathing suits come from. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we were just, I mean, right when we got the news about what was happening while we were in the airport. Yes, it's it freaks well, you out. I and just like, I wish that I hadn't known that while we're about to yeah. go on a 14 hour flight home. After we, yeah, but in Turkey, it, you're safe. I was like, I was like, okay, in well, general, it just yeah, it makes you not me. feel honestly. I mean, like, George is flying back or already flew back on Sunday. Like, I texted like Clemence and Noel, like, 
they're still they I'm pretty sure they're still there and they're all good. I think regardless, we would have been fine. It is obviously like a oh shit, like what think- about you know. Yeah, as the days went on and everything started to unfold, that's when I was like, oh, shit. It got worse and worse. And yeah. the fact that the Lebanese border is a big part of this now. And again, we weren't by the border. The airport's not by the border. It's several hours away. I did text one of our, was talking to Khalil today, and he's heading home as well. But he said the rest of the country feels normal. Uh, it, it, everything that's happening is in the south near the border. So um, I trust him. But again, he, he's very well versed and he lives there for like eight months out of the year so yeah i I don't know it it was i guess just just one of those things just too bad because it is a nice country but it is sad for sure that's kind of but i mean think about it that meeting where they approved the terrorist attack occurred when we were there i think about that for a minute i mean that is weird yeah in the city we were in yeah but um and lebanon god bless them they have no ability to control that it is sad though, because it is a wonderful. You can see that. You can see it's, it's a nice place. Like a functioning government, if the politicians weren't so corrupt, that would be just as touristy as Europe, as like any place in Europe. Like if they actually could do something and make it a place how it used to be in like the 40s through like the 60s when the government wasn't so corrupt. And it's sad. I definitely had some moments where I was like, this is just fucked up to see. Um, Regardless, though, we did have a wonderful time. And I'm really grateful to Tarek and Halil and George and like everybody they introduced us to because they introduced us to like 20 plus people. And they were all so welcoming. They all fed us so much, feeding us alcohol. Lebanese food. Like just so. And these random people went on the beach who were friends with some other friends we knew were hilarious and like amazing and we're obsessed with what's one guy was like a six-year-old guy was obsessed with Beatrice making her smoke cigarettes it was just so it was so fun and yeah the fakest teeth I've ever seen yeah he did but to me I feel very lucky we were able to go and our dad was down able or not or just willing to go and travel to this country that you know no one the Middle East a lot of people don't go there because of the conflict that has been there for decades, but I think maybe sometimes Americans have a little bit of a harsher view. And now it's hard to say that because of what's going on. But while I was there, I was like, people, you know, it's a lot of media that gives you this perception. Yeah. When you go see it yourself, you're like, oh, this is not bad at all. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the state, the state department stuff, you kind of get, a little scared by. And then I think when we were there, we said two, first of all, we said, I thought the state department warning should be a level two, not a level three. Right. And then the, I think you guys thought it was more like a second world country, not a third world country. That was definitely my opinion. It's because of the juxtaposition of these destroyed civil war buildings. And then right next to them is this beautiful, like, at least like a couple million dollar building, you know, and then the roads are paved. Like it's definitely that mix of third world and second world. Yeah. I will also say you guys didn't see it, but dad and I did a couple days before we left before October 7th. um, We saw a huge UN motorcade 
like all armored vehicles going to the border area. God, again, in that place, um, that mark. Maybe there was some intelligence there. I don't really know. Big line of the UN trucks. B has B has put on this lotion in my office like seven different times. <laughs> you, you know, you know what that means, right? That means almond. You're just like an almond all night. <laughs> Amande is almond in French, I think. Oh, nice. You could just have it. You can have that if you want. No. Thank you. Okay. B's personal life. Uh, B, do you have any life updates you want to share with the class? Mm, you did you fly home with us to America from Lebanon? I did not. And where did you go? <laughs> I went to Senegal. Dakar, Senegal. Dakar, Senegal. Why the hell did you go there? <laughs> Chasing love? No, I went to see a boy. Uh, Chasing love. And now, sure. sure. And now, and now but... drum roll. What can we say about this? Say whatever you want. What do you want to say, Madeline? What do we say? What you're now together. Someone has left the market in the first time in 11 years. Not anymore. No. Which I like have years. a hard time believing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Madeline. What? I have a hard time. I don't know why. It's just weird imagining you with a boyfriend for some reason. Well, who knew she was meaner than I am? Um, no, not like, I don't know. I just feel like you've been single for so long now. And... Also, this situation is beyond fucked. bizarre. So beyond bizarre. Oh my okay. Madeline, you are gonna get five hundred dollars for doing this show today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can I've always and can continue to man, imagine be with a boyfriend and having that boyfriend girlfriend life. My problem is I agree, but I'm just saying this specific I'm like, I just need he needs to be in the flesh. You know, you know she's your number one supporter right now, and she's cutting your fucking legs off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Beatrice. Also, you can cut this off if you don't want us to talk. She's about fine. It. She's fine. We're 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 being. It's fine. Well, I'm yeah, glad that off the market. Hopefully, she'll be married with some kids in like Will eight months. I know. I added Patrick. What's his Insta? Tell people. No, no. You just is this Insta public? Yeah, well, well oh, that poor guy. Um, uh, yeah, George. Is, is his, um, we can cut that out if they really need to. But is his Instagram public or private? I don't know, actually. Okay. Well, we'll find out because people will DM me. Madeline. Oh, God. Madeline. They actually don't. No one cares and when no one DMs me. See if he's private. Doesn't she follow him? No. No. Oh, my God, Madeline. Even I follow him. He's private. How many followers does he have? Wow, he has a lot of followers. 1,400. He, um, what is his profile pic? He has a cowboy hat on. Leave him. Lame. Then your man. <laughs> She's called him lame. I agree um, with Madeline in the sense that I think it in the flesh is always better, of course, in a relationship. But I think because B, this is the thing, and I don't have this scripted. <laughs> B has been single so long, you know, for nine years. She needs a normal. Has it been longer than that? That's a long time. That's why I think it's hard for me to be like, you're with someone. Bitch alert. <laughs> Sorry. I think, 
Um, here's the thing. I'm here's really the no thing. The bitch. I just when you're when you're if you're single that long, you need to step and you get into a relationship the way B is now. She's not on the market. She needs to step into that normal, healthy, same town relationship. We don't need this other okay. pen pal relate. Yeah. She's she's already been alone. I mean, it's just not right. It's not right. So I need. But, okay, I don't know if it's not right, but it's just. It's gonna fuck her head up, though. She. Not, excuse me. She's in the room. You don't think you can you'd be better for herself? Talk about my relationship when I'm in the relationship, and now you're saying all these things that doesn't make don't sense. Be mad at me, Malin said things. Yeah, both of you. You can't go in and now well, be saying all this negative stuff. Just, we've been saying this for. Okay, I'll hold the mic. You've been saying this all along. Yeah, but now it's I'm I am in this relationship. And you guys, at some point, everyone can express their opinions, right? Everyone, if you have something you want to say to him, if you want to express your concerns, go for it. I'm totally for that. I will back you guys. Like, let your no, I am. But what you can't do is hold this shit for the next six months or year. Or this can't be something that is getting brought up time and time again of oh well he's not here oh or this or that it's like no 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 at some point you guys got to just kind of shut your mouth and let me okay we could, i actually don't we think will shut our mouths if things progress wrong. like you said and he's they, they've progressed I in one way that, and i agree with i'm glad you have a boyfriend say the outcome i that i hoped would happen after she went to africa it happened well, right come out of it to, they would come out of it together and it did right. happen Same. so i guess Correct. i can't really but we love b uh even me and you know if this thing is still remote in a year I, we're not going to be happy and we're allowed not to be happy when we care and we do okay and mom well, is allowed to get drunk and ask him horribly inappropriate questions <laughs> well yeah mom tell tell everybody as long as you as long as will sees mom every time at 7 a.m nothing bad will happen yeah. But if you go after noon or one, she'll oh. definitely be really mean when she's sober, though. When she's drunk, she'll be like, "No, I'd rather have mean sober." Mom. Will you want to meet? You don't want drunk don't fucking want whatever loose cannon, mom. She, well, it's gonna happen because she wants him to come for number. Christmas. Can you imagine if I gave her his number? She would have texted him fifty times by now, that's, drunk that's, and sent. Oh, I can't say this because she listened. <laughs> that is funny that she asked for his number, though. Isn't that funny, Madeline? Yeah, I, that's weird. I no, like, oof, his family's number. I said no. That's good. You didn't. You yeah. didn't get. Don't it. give him. Don't give him. Don't, it's fine. He knows we feel this way. Don't give him I, that I number. I still have his number. So you still have his number, but I wouldn't do weird shit. No, I know you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Well, sorry for so much. No, huh? We didn't. Sorry for shitting on you so much. You shit on me all the time, George. I haven't listened to three of the podcasts, and I think they're the three worst ones. You haven't never complained yet. I know, because I'm a good person, and I want you to succeed in your podcast. What Would you feel worse, though, if I told you? Will I, is coming next week, by the way. Will's coming next week? Yes. For how many days? Till Sunday. For to, what? Whoa, 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 Monday to Sunday? I don't know. 
Wednesday to Sunday. Wednesday to Sunday. That's like a U.S. Uh, based trip. He, he's coming from Sudan, and he's he's, he's going to <laughs> come from Wednesday to Sunday. That's what made it work. I saw him like two weeks ago, and now I'm gonna see him on Wednesday, and then I'll see him in December. You just you are so lucky. I'm not famous. You'd have so many fucking people on your ass. <laughs> You're so lucky. So he's well, coming. From, isn't that quick, Madeline? I mean, I go. To, I feel like I go to New York City from Wednesday to Sunday, right, Madeline? Yeah, that's definitely. I don't know. That's a lot of traveling, but I guess kudos to Is him. Is he staying with you the whole time? Yes. So he's not going to yeah. Indy. We're going to Bloomington. Oh, you're going to Bloomington. Um, November fourth. For that weekend. Oh, I might be going too now. Because I because because oh. our cousins are going. I want to, those people that live in India. I love love seeing them. And Teresa's going, so I want to go too for that. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll be there. Wow! Wow! Will you're gonna see Will soon? That's a fun one. I'm going to talk to Willie. Okay. <laughs> Will, show me your ass. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Peter was drunk. And Peter kept going up to Sam and be like, Sam, let's go take dick pics and send them to Will. And I was like. Oh, he's yeah. weird. Peter's oh. odd. Oh, I don't know if that's peace. Like, uh, that's, is that appropriate a, for the podcast? Peter problem. Uh, who cares? Um, okay. Uh, I want to rate the Intercontinental Hotel. Um, and I want to make sure you guys agree with my rating. Service eight, food eight, building setting design eight. Guess food eight. Guess. Get the fuck out of here. Hold on. Guess the staff ratio seven. Room rating seven. You don't agree with what would you put on the food then? Like a nine. Oh, you think the food's a nine? Yeah, I would. I agree with that. The I'll food do a, was So good. I'm gonna do it. Even in the hotel. In the hotel, it was so good. Yeah. Just the breakfast. hotel. I eat breakfast every day, and I don't eat breakfast. That was. You don't even you didn't really like Lebanese food before this trip, and then by the end of it, you were eating it, all of it. But not at the hotel, though. Not at the hotel. Hotel only. This is only hotel. Oh. I loved all the food in Lebanon. But I still thought the hotel food was really oh. good. You always, you always, all of your room ratings are like eights and nines and seven. Okay, Abby. All right, Abby. Yeah, I know you got that from the last one. Okay, so they got an overall score of 7.6. Uh, that is one of the lowest scores I've given uh, so far. And they need to gut the uh, rooms. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, it was safe, though. They had bollards around the uh, the hotel. Those are the steel things that prevent car bombs. And you had to go through a metal detector every time you went to a hotel. And they had a ton of guys out there. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get closer here, people. We're going to wrap it up, but we're going to do food first. So we're eating this week. These are all Lebanon or Lebanese uh, restaurants and cafes. Lobby Cafe at the Albergo Boutique Hotel. I went there, had great coffee, had a long combo with the waiter. He follows me on Instagram. Um, Tropics Cafe in Juni, just a small, cute cafe on a brick street near the ocean, um, near Biblos. Uh, very, very nice. Telegraph in the Hills, uh, outstanding wine. Really, really great food, actually, there, too. Remember that, that one? place was really yeah. good. Yeah, that their wine. Really that place was so pretty. I would also stay there because they have a hotel. I would not stay there. It was not nice enough. Uh, Bay Babel, uh, outstanding fancy restaurant near our hotel. And I think we did hookah. We did hookah. Um, the few coffee shop, a new coffee shop. It really looked like Lululemon in there. Uh, I liked that patchy chocolate shop, coffee shop. Um, I messed up. I wanted to buy chocolate from there and take it home. 
but it was closed by the time we got there. Um, but we did have a nice uh, little coffee there and, uh, that's lovely and a very, very, then the nicest part of town. If you Google that, uh, patchy in downtown Beirut, Beit Khan's uh, near Albergo again, really good. Another amazing uh, interior. It was so beautiful. Yeah. The food, you didn't have even enough time to hit all the food. The food is just outstanding swim club at hotel Albergo. Uh, we had drinks there. Um, Again, gorgeous hotel. The bartender told me I had a nice podcast voice and I should do the news. That was nice of him. Um, and then Lockheed's Garden, which seemed like a somewhat of a regional chain, uh, but it was in Hezbollah yeah. territory, but it had amazing Sfiha, right? Yeah, that was good. We and ate, we, we ate so... like 100 pieces of Sfiha. <laughs> Um, Beatrice got the up down. The from you got the, the mm-hmm, what are you they were wearing? shaking their heads at both of us, but I think more so at you because your legs were out. Yeah, they gave me that, a was unco- that was that was I was like, oh shit. Will, what kind of underwear do you have on tonight? Okay, Ew. songs of the week. Safe and we're wrapping up, Madeline. If you want to say anything else, you looking at your teeth, uh, the monitor. Yeah, it looks like I have a diamond on this one, but it's just a light reflection. Buck teeth. Um. <laughs> No, I just, I had a great experience. I think we all had a great experience. I do wish Scott was with us. Me too. I told Scott at the wedding last week. really should have come. Like, you should have come. You would have loved it. Given how much he travels. Yeah, that that was He really would have loved it. But, yeah. 10 out of 10. Loved Lebanon. Me too. And the people. The people were a highlight. The we're people just, were a big part of that trip. For sure. Khalil and George really like we met at we met George's random. mom. Yeah. We did. They all it was just really sweet. like they all came over. What Madeline? They all came over and cooked that huge meal for dad's birthday. Which they is, had a great birthday dinner for dad. That's I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, I I think it was I just had a now what are you doing? Just <laughs> putting lotion on. Dad, yeah, what the hell? I will, I will say, Dad's friend George Abu Khalid. Um, oh, I, love I love him so much. He's yeah. just great. He's, yes. he's. I agree. He was lovely. It's so funny. Um, got drunk off Adak, which is yeah. fun. Iraq got drunk on in Iraq. Adak, Adak, I didn't drink much on that trip. Um, uh, every restaurant had Wi-Fi. We didn't have service at all if, yeah. unless you're in a restaurant or the hotel. Every place, every bar. But every single place had Wi-Fi. I liked that not having service. Yeah. It got everyone off their phones. I and too, it, it yeah. was nice. I that. Post-trip, I'm way into uh, vodka tonic with a splash of grapefruit now. Mm. That's my new drink. That's a good, yeah, grapefruit. I love grapefruit and drinks. My other decisions now? Yeah. My decisions? Yeah, we're going to start flipping the script on you, buddy. Um, yeah, because don't you want to talk more about like where we bring went? Bring it on. Bring it Bebelos on. And how historic that was in the tomb we went into. And then we went to... Um, we saw GT1 Colorado. in that tomb. Those were his bones. <laughs> Me and dad went down. Dad was like, Madeline, you better not fall. He was like, you're the one who's going to bust your ass or some shit. Dad tripped Oh my god. And I said, Dad, I told him, I got mad at him. I said, you do that one more time. You're going to fall and you're going to break something or dislocate something. And then we're going to have to haul your fucking ass to get health care back to the United States for 12, 13 hours. You're going to bellyache the whole time. Stop tripping. He kept tripping. He did. He did. We went on a huge walk when you guys went to the beach. I said, what are you doing? Stop it. 
It's because his glasses. He can't. He it doesn't well, fix him. He's bifocal old man. He can't see the bottom or something. It's funny. Beeblos was cool that the fish there. Did I even have that on there? Oops. I don't know if I put the. What was that restaurant called? I don't know. I can't remember. We had amazing fish there. Um, although then Dad said he didn't like the fish. Yeah. Dad is such a classic. I like it, and then later until I hated it. Hate yeah, it. I agree. I saw a USAID sign in that in that little bay with all the boats. And it said, U.S. aid from the American people. Hmm, really? Give me the, the jitters or the, the felt all warm inside. Okay. Yeah. We swam in the Mediterranean Sea, which was nice. So, very nice. I was kind of drunk by that point. Yeah. Beirut. Cigarettes. I did smoke a cigarette first time in yeah. my life. Only Dad, That was so fun. The videos and pictures I have of you guys are so <clears> We should have posted one of those. Well, you still can. Um... Dad smoked a couple of cigarettes, which was the craziest thing I have ever seen. Like seeing a fish. When in Rome. Of- yeah, he did a good job. He does a good job at that. That was, I was like, this can't be real right now. Like he's the one person who's so against it, which he is, but. Yeah. That was, one guy. And relaxed and. Right. There's few moments of him actually enjoying himself and relaxed. A few moments. Not, okay. Well, I know he enjoyed it, but him he, he has a hard time relaxing really actually relaxing and, and like that one dude smoked out. four and a half packs a day I know. a day he was great poor son of a bitch um yeah the minute just a just a nice people oh yeah there you go me and b are smoking cigs on the beach well i was choking there um yeah hmm. i guess i don't I know I would go back, and I think Beers would too. Obviously, when things are can't go back now, yeah. Not now, obviously, but I do want to visit Israel at some some day. I want to. I would visit Turkey. I want to. I would visit Jordan. Of course, I want to go to Greece. Um, but a lot of those other countries, you know, you can't go to. But those you can, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there are many that you cannot in that area, and the sad part is, I think you just realize that region. It's a bleak outlook, but it's never not going to be a mess, probably, or it's never not going to be unstable. You but hope that's not that even only because of you know the internal people in those countries. It's because of other countries getting involved, including the U.S. And like, oh, blame a, the U.S. I knew I, know, was, I knew we couldn't get through the show without blaming the U.S. You know, true in Iraq. No, exactly. we sh- we messed. You're exactly right. We like, should we should never. Iraq was a huge mistake. Afghanistan was a huge mistake. Uh, we got nothing from those wars. We shouldn't have gone to war. Uh, yeah, you're right. There is the U.S. needs to be close, but not too close. But it, yeah, and it's yeah. I it's just unfortunate that Americans have such a like twisted view on that area, and it it's just unfortunate because also that just develops into people being racist against those people who live in the middle East and whatever, we don't have to go into this, but yeah, you know, it's just, it makes me sad since we had that experience. If I, you, I think, I think what you're saying is basically what I said earlier in my, in my um, speech to the, to the people in this thing, um, that if you have never been in that area and if all you're taking it is you're watching Fox news every night, you, you yeah. don't know the tr- the no, real story. And I've honestly, opinion. you d- right. You don't know what you don't have an informed opinion. No, 
watching one news station, getting your stuff. You can develop more if you do your research, but yeah, especially if you, you know, you haven't been there. It's like, you just don't know. And that's okay. I'm not blaming people who can't afford to go over there and experience it for themselves, but yeah, it's also but everyone just needs to shut up more. God, we just never shut the fuck up. Just a lot of people like to be off it. On these I don't have Twitter for that reason. Yeah, I've I never list all you crazy crackpots talk about shit. But honestly, when it comes to the media, I've felt the same way about Chicago in the past. I, I've you watch Fox News or you watch you know whatever CNN. And, and they they talk about Chicago I'm like you don't really have any idea what you're talking about. And Chicago is still in many many ways a lovely city, and you don't know you're not you don't you're not here. I've lived here for seven years. You don't know anything. Yeah. So it, that's the unfortunate thing. About you gotta it. do your own research, do your own travel, travel the world, and that's the best way to be educated. Mm-hmm. Even if you do that, you still probably shouldn't say anything. Because the dynamics and nuances of what's going on in the Middle East have been going on for so long. Yeah. As an American, you just don't know. You really just don't know. And America is such a young country, too. Actually, if you never paid attention to it until now in terms of what's yeah. going now, then it's like you really shouldn't say anything. Because no. it's like... No. But we do want our hearts and prayers go out to all the innocent people that have died. And, of course, the horrible, unprovoked attack uh, that, uh, that that terrorist group you know, took it. We, we just, we hate that. So, um, and I hate that Lebanon isn't strong enough to stop things like that because they really should be, but they've got a lot of problems. You know, Lebanon had a, I, the most I heard when we were there, I heard about the 19, the war in 1982 in Lebanon. Then I heard the, the, some, some war or something in 2006. Then I guess they lost all their banking in 2019. Then they had the huge explosion in 2020 so that they're they're probably lebanon's probably in the worst place it's been in 50 years for sure that's the bot that's the real sad part about this thing Before i think 2019 it was probably pretty pretty okay it was okay before the bank you lose your banking system you you lose your country so anyway i do want to thank uh madeline and beatrice for doing this you don't have to of course b we want the best for you and i i really hope to be honest with you I hope you. We know you tell me, and within the next eight to twelve months, that I'm engaged. I really, I, I really believe I that. No, no, no. I really believe that. Wait, you believe that that's going to happen? I don't believe it's going to. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I, I would. Nothing would make me happier if that happened. I don't disagree. Maybe not that fast, but you know, it'd be. You know, they've known each other ten years. Eight, eight years. She's, do, she's doing no the dad pressure. stuff. I mean, I always say that. I wouldn't, but I also wouldn't agree with George if, like, say you didn't want to get married or you didn't want to have kids. But she wants to get married that. and wants to have kids. No, you want this. You didn't have to say that, you politician. I'm just saying for people to know that we're not pushing marriage on Beatrice and be like, you have to do this because you're a woman, because that's not everyone's path. No one said that. Okay. Well, I, I do want to thank you. Your bo- entire audience doesn't know, you know? They don't. George. What do they not know? They don't know that you don't know. Yeah. That Beatrice wants all those things. You know, that's all. That's it's just disclaimers. Good. Okay. Yes. Disclaimers. But they know me at this point. And I they know that's what I know B would be happy in a relationship. I know she'd be happy married. That's all I'm saying. I do want to say though, um, in the last nine years, uh, I have been very happy single and I've chosen that life for myself. I agree. George, for some reason, can't seem to fathom that, but I fully got to a place 
where I was really comfortable being single and I preferred it that way. Now, did I not get my feelings hurt by dating here and there and guys hurting my feelings? I dated assholes or this or that. Yes, of course. But at the end of the day, like I wanted to be single and I was really happy being single. For sure. And now now you're this relationship. (laughs) And now we're going to find a guy I fell in love with in Sudan and we're going to make it work. Um, Sorry. Um, Isn't Sudan in Africa? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Madeline, anything else? Um, oh, I was just going to say that Beatrice is also killing it in her career. So she is, she's doing a good job. She's not, she's not lost and all, and she just bought a condo. So she's doing a lot of good things. You should do like a little podcast noise. Her personal life is, you know, usually a train wreck, but that's okay. We're, we're, we all have things we have, we have to work on in our lives. That's all. Are you just you love talking well, about will you know this thing my is personal life is great it is yeah all right okay i'm wrong you're right you're right everything's perfect and you're doing amazing in every way okay <laughs> i'm trying to give you a compliment you you had to butt in um okay thank you guys you're doing this for free and you're taking your time to do it and i do appreciate that so thank you for coming on the podcast songs of the week uh safe and sound by capital cities Trip by Ella May. And Long Way to Go by Cassie. I'm gonna tell you what you can. And remember to listen to any of these songs that were featured today or to find any that have been played on WAG, just search WAG songs. Actually, no, search WAG playlist on Spotify uh, for the show's playlist. I just updated that and there's a guy dancing as the emoticon. Every time we release an episode, this playlist is updated. Uh, Madeline, did you have something final? Are, you were going to do Lebanese songs, no? Yeah. Were those the yeah, songs? I, couldn't, I don't know. I couldn't find them. Too, too long ago. Oh, I there's going to be another Lebanese episode because I'm going to interview Khalil. Well, next time, I'll send you the songs because I have a lot. Okay. Um, and that's it for this episode. Thanks for seeing the world according to George. Available anywhere you find podcasts. I also want to say uh, we've added a YouTube and TikTok page and they're both in the link tree on uh, Instagram. So there's going to be more there. I do have a someone that's been added to the team. So that's exciting. Uh, remember to follow Chicago underscore pod on Instagram and DM me anything that's on your mind. I still get no DMs. So it'd be nice to get one. Relationship problems, restaurant picks, or you just want me to visit a new hotel and review it on the pod. See you next time right here. Have a great week, everybody. You guys Bye. Bye. Guys. Okay, Mads. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.